3: Hey, everyone. Welcome to ENN. It's brought to, Yeah, sure. It's brought to you tonight by Security Dodge. Go see Michelle Scalesian. Come get some. Do it. Let's start off by saying good evening to Michael. He better not be touching any of my candy. <laughs> and to Don. I'm just the update guy. And to Don. Our back. Get it. See?
1: Makes you laugh. You don't know why, but it makes you laugh.
3: Michael, he played that for us during a break. It was it was I this I only heard the first minute. Yeah. But I was staring into space not well, knowing what well, he the to Yeah, actual. But he played the first minute. You gotta you gotta
1: listen to the whole Full thing. Full five
3: minutes. And I, Jacobs,
1: I was, Jacobs was really showing, a, you know, his cubes by just stopping. Yeah, he's,
3: He had enough. I, I, by the way, I, well, he probably was thinking, "I got to do commercials here." What do no, we do? I think this? he was
1: making a statement. I, and, I, and I agree I get with the it, statement. But part
3: of the reason it's funny is
1: that it's not funny for the first minute, then it becomes funny. But I get it. We're, we're oh, very got impatient. It, got it, got we're it. very
3: impatient group. I'll
1: call you back in an hour. Hour, back, get it?
3: Yeah, no, no, I don't get it. And good evening to Michael and myself. And mm-hmm. start off a little Yankees. Great have you ever heard don's laugh perfectly fade like that i've never never heard that the volume perfectly decreased 10 9 8 7 and start off a little yankees great
4: yeah we're gonna have a rough winter
3: well, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to start sucking it up here because the jets are not going to make it possible here. They're just not. So. Um now, speaking of the jets, Garrett Wilson, I don't know if you guys know he has a spot with Barton Hahn every week. Yes. They, they zoom that, too. All oh, yeah, right. they do cuz he's a professional. Um he explained his quote about being quote tired.
2: It's not about me. Um, first of all, that made it sound like it was about me. And I just meant more of, the, I'm tired of us as a team not playing, you know, the way that we should be, us as an offense. I mean, let me correct that, playing the way we, we should be. And, um, yeah, I just took to Twitter because I, cause I just, you know, I don't I don't want that to go around. You know, obviously I love this, this fan base, this team, and, you know, everything that comes with being a New York Jet. And, you know, if there's something that, that I see is out that may uh, give someone a different idea than that, you know, I'm going to make sure I'm correcting it. So that's all that was.
3: I got it. it. We certainly get it. We're all tired. Um, How about the uh, self-inflicted wounds there on Mm -hmm. offense,
2: G-Dubs? They're talking about pre-snap penalties, um, whether it's lining up wrong, a procedural or false start offside. Whatever it may be. And uh just shooting yourself in the foot, you know, not even giving yourself a chance. Um, in this league, every yard is precious, it's truly a, a game of inches and and I you know, that that's kinda just a little saying I threw to the side until you get to the league and you really realize, you know, this this really is a game of inches. And when you're doing stuff like that, you know, your your chances of, of winning drop exponentially. You know, we we put the ball on the ground too much the last two weeks. We've turned the ball over. <laughs> So, you know, there's, there's a lot of reasons why we're not, um, you know, playing the way we want to on offense. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of things, you know, end up leading to uh, self-inflicted wounds, you know, things that, that we got to fix during the practice week.
4: Well, I'll tell you what, they they took one step. They, they released Michael Carter, who had a really good season a couple of years ago. That was quick. And was a high draft pick. And what was it, second or third round? And they just cut him because he did a cut block that uh, that was a big penalty. Didn't play the rest of the game, and now we will never play again. And they didn't have to release him; they could have just made him inactive the rest of the year. But they released him, so that was them trying to send mm-hmm. a message that they're done with the. But you know, are they gonna are they gonna do anything to Ozama? Are they gonna do anything to uh, to uh, Lizard? They, no. they made huge errors too. So it's always easy. Let's cut the guy on the lowest part of the totem pole. Well, that's what, when that's he makes a mistake.
3: Sort of what I was thinking. All, all due respect, I, is is it's, it? Sort of seems like a sacrificial lamb.
4: That's exactly what it is. It's it's. Uh, we're going to prove a point with a guy that's not that important.
3: Yeah, like because he's not the only person making bad decisions here. Yeah, it seems like they zeroed in on that one thing. By the way, can you, I'm I'm going to change subject for a second. Do, do you um? Can we spend a moment on a couple of the moments that Russell Wilson had last night? Isn't football crazy? You can go from thinking that someone's completely done to he, he had that ridiculous touchdown pass, right? But you know what play I love from Russell Wilson? That what ended up being essentially the game-winning play—the the the, the third-down blitz that he just chucked up in the air a mm-hmm. mile high, knowing that the receiver coming back to get it would probably draw a penalty. That was just smart football by Russell Wilson. I mean, he's not the guy he used to be, but he had he had glimmers again last night. And God, was that a poor game by the by the Bills in every single facet? Just the turnovers. The turnovers were brutal. They could not keep the ball in their hands. Don, at the end of the game, you have you get you finally get the 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 sack they needed to really knock them out of field goal range and maybe end the game. The next play, they get the pass interference. Then the football gods give you a missed field goal, and you have twelve men on the field. That would be a game that, if you're a fan at a, a Monday night game, cold, annoying. You have work the mm. next day. Everything about it is challenging, and the team just completely
4: hands it away. And so yet, they fire Ken Dorsey, yep. our offensive coordinator, and they they named Joe Brady the interim. And I believe that Brady is the genius behind um, uh, Joe the Brady Burrow. The, the when Brady Burrow buddy. was at LSU, right?
0: Hmm. He's
4: gonna but, have to do some work with the. Uh, with Josh Allen, he's not the same quarterback.
3: Well, they have not been the same, quite the same offense. Even though we know that um, the year after Dable, Josh Allen still had a great statistical season. They have not offensively been as good as they were with Dable, though. Dable hasn't been what you'd call fantastic this year as well. Um, moving on, you guys want some? Sleep? <laughs> you want some sleepy Tom Bobos? <laughs> sure, why not? All right, as you know, the Knicks lost to the Celtics. Let's hear what Sleepy Tom Bobos has to say.
1: Just closing out the quarters. We didn't close out any quarters as well as we should have or could have. That was probably the biggest thing. I think we were up eight with uh, three minutes to go. Same thing happened at the end of the first and then at the end of the third.
3: What about Tatum, coach?
1: Great player. Try to make them work. I thought Josh, Quentin, they were there. He, he's got the ability to make. Take a look at the film. See what we could do better. Not exactly high energy. Whew. But boy, are they a different team without Barrett.
3: Uh, Barrett questionable today, by the way.
4: He's not tomorrow. playing today. He's just like
3: questionable. For life. He's questionable today for life. No, no, questionable for tomorrow. Yeah, they, today, uh, questionable for Manana against
1: the Hawks. So. Well, aren't we all? You never know what's going to happen Because if we're, if we're all day-to-day, then we certainly are
3: all questionable for tomorrow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow, though. Atlanta.
3: At Atlanta.
1: And then the the, the play, uh, the in-season
3: tournament in Washington. Oh, throw out the record books. What does the Wizards court look like, Peter? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what color they're making that. Um, what would be my guess? Blue? Yeah, blue. I think it's going to
1: be blue. I'm sure I can find Don, are someplace. you gonna be
3: doing any road uh, vehicles or no? Not, not right now. No, vehicles.
1: none schedule. I, I think I'm just uh I'm a homer.
3: Adam Silver, where's this Adam Silver cut from, uh, Anthony? April. I don't know. <laughs> no, where? Where I said, not when. Um, I think it was a Boston broadcast. This I is think. all right, here's Adam Silver um with some thoughts on how his league is covered by the media
0: we can all do a better job. And again, I'm not just pointing to the media here is talking more about the game. And I also, my frustration a bit, I think sometimes that the color commentary in our games gets reduced to this team wanted it more, or, you know, this team tried harder as opposed to like, there's really complex defenses. Like what's the offense? Like, why is this team losing the way they are? Like, why is this team successful? Explain what the pick and roll is. Explain, you know, it's, it's funny as our friend Chris Paul is always saying, you know, what does ice mean? What does blue mean? Like explain what's happening on the court. Because I think there is this sense that unlike in football, where the coaches are view- viewed as these field generals going out there with complex schemes, then in basketball, there's a sense that it's just about athleticism, you know, or, you know, somehow the coach's job is just to get the guys to play hard, as opposed to these incredibly sophisticated defenses, offenses, I think well, we'll use another whoa. network example. I, i mm. think kenny smith when he goes to that board is a great example of helping explain the game visually graphically to people to understand what's happening on the floor
4: well sylvie your, your problem is with your players they're oh, the ones no. who say they wanted it more um uh, they the, even coaches say well they they played harder not the media we're quoting mm. them wow tell your players guys my
1: conspiracy theory go ahead when they, when when we as a company did not bring back Mark Jackson and Jeff Van Gundy, mm. my conspiracy theory was that it was motivated by the league. I've never been more sure of that in my life. After that cut, why? He's they, critiquing the color commentary of the broadcasts in the NBA, and two of the best at it were not brought back, and we still don't know why. That's in, that's ooh, so. He's that. listening. He's Careful, paying attention Don. to what's being said. Careful, Don. I'm just being, I, I, honestly, I, 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 just saying, the, the, the amount of money that exchanges hands, I'm, I'm sure all of these leagues have eyeballs and hands and ears on all of these broadcasts, but for him to be able to critique that the, the color commentators are not doing their job by really educating the listeners and the viewers on the game, that tells me he, he is very opinionated on it. And didn't we think that those were two of the best? And they were very opinionated. And I thought
4: they broke down the game very well. But I, I think it. he meant all media, though. I wasn't just talking
3: about color commentators. Well, but that's who usually breaks down the Smith. game. Well, he brought up Kenny as one that he likes because Kenny does what he's supposed to do but, but and you talks guys about agree basketball.
4: Players that are always saying they wanted, but, it. they played harder than us. They wanted it more than we did. Rather than saying we stink, we didn't play well today. It's always about effort. So tell your players to change but, their narrative. But also,
1: you know, we're told this, too. I mean, at least I was told this by program directors in the past. Like, Don, when you talk hockey, you get way too inside the numbers. You got you to be able to dumb it down for the listeners. You're, you're talking over everybody's head. I think that that's sometimes how broadcasts go in the NBA. Is like you got There's a lot of young fans that maybe want to understand the game, but if you start really breaking it down into coach speak, then maybe a lot of viewers might not understand the game. So is it that they're that they're not doing their job, or are they trying to explain it in a way that people that aren't basketball
3: savants can understand it? Also, can I tell you what? From an entertainment standpoint, boy, is that the most overrated concept I guess he's saying that he wants it to be sort of like the NFL is when you hear a Dan Orlovsky or a you know a, a, a Ryan Clark. And I love these guys. They do great work. But I'm, I don't know how you guys feel. The one time I check out on my sports analysis is when they start talking about it the way it's talked about in the locker room. Like they're specifically using language that you know keeps out the fan and is just for people who play the game. I, I don't need more of that in my NBA breakdowns. Frankly... I think the NBA is a lot easier to understand than football when it comes to actual gameplay, and it doesn't really require that. It's
4: not that difficult, Sylvie. I mean, they 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 shoot 53s a game.
3: Yeah. We we know what's going
1: on here. So, I love the Sylvie. Sylvie's new. I like it. Michael's (laughs) broken out the Sylvie. Remember, November 14th. I like it. I don't want him referred to anything other than that.
3: Well, if he was baseball, he'd be Sylvie. Well, he's, he's basketbally, he's Sylvie. <laughs> well, I'm saying, but it's his Yankee name.
1: No, this would have happened along long. Yeah, if he was, yeah, if he was, a he thrift. would have only been Sylvie. Yeah, if he, if he played for the Yankees, he or, or anybody on baseball, he would but, be. But you
4: Sylvie. know, Garrett Cole's never been Coley ever.
1: Well, there's a reason for that.
4: It doesn't work. What's the reason? It's, it's Coley. Suggests. Coley's horrible. Well, what do suggest, <laughs> you mean?
1: suggest an exam. It, you know, Coley. Yeah. What do you mean?
4: He's thinking. Coley oh, colonoscopy. Yeah, like it's but a nobody nickname? calls it a coley. No, You've never but, heard but, that. You you got I a coley this When you said coley, I just was like, I don't. I wouldn't want to be called that. Well, there's a lot of guys that probably wouldn't want to be called their their Y name.
1: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler.
3: Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Well, speaking of being called out of their name, Chris wants to defend me and says that Michael's a fraud. Oh, wait, really? We're taking yeah. calls in ENF? Hey, to oh, me, it feels like guys? it's pressing <laughs> subject. Chris, what do you got?
1: So, first of all, that guy is a coward and took the easy way out. He could have actually said it with his chest and said why he doesn't like you. Instead, mm. he just made his little passive aggressive comment. Second of all, he calls into your show says to your friend that he doesn't like him and you defend him and not your friend Michael you're a fraud friend you should be ashamed of yourself
4: okay I've got wow. an answer for you Chris if mm. you'd like to listen strong Chris you ready he's there I didn't hang yeah. up on him if it, if it happened in a bar I would not I would disengage with the guy and walk away this is a radio show we cannot afford to just turn away listeners because Peter's feelings got hurt sorry I my, my responsibility is to the show Oh my God! was entertainment the air. for you to stick up for your friend and well, for you know to what? tell the you know I, thought, guy it enter- I it thought it was entertainment way. for me to rip my friend.
3: Yeah, but that but everything still, is entertaining. But that still supports you being a fraud. You thought it was entertaining for you to be a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> He's no, saying I'm it would have been entertaining for you to be I, a good I, friend. I,
4: I didn't. I'd be a fraud if I if I made that up to just argue. I thought it was reprehensible that we hung up on a call.
3: Reprehensible. Yeah, the, the Michael. Michael, you berate people over their Yankee takes. Berate them. But I don't just hang up Michael, in the middle
1: of this is one of the worst things you've
2: ever done. But. Yeah, it's <laughs> horrible. This is yeah, you know a know horrifying thing. In the words of the Don, great Don Lagreca Chris, Don, I do Peter, it again. Love it's, you.
4: Bye, guys.
1: Bye, Chris. I, 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 oh, interesting. Interesting. I do it again. But you could be losing more people than you know, gaining the guy you didn't hang up on. Listen,
4: listen. Let, let, let's just throw all the cards on the table. Most of the people that don't like Peter don't like Peter because of their perceived thoughts of perceived. what his political meaning, leanings are. That's it. That's their issue. That's their issue. We cannot get into it with them. We can't. Because we're going to lose them.
3: You want to lose every listener? No, I didn't have an argument. To lose every listener would be to have an argument about these perceived political But there's thoughts. no
4: way that people would like look at you as a person, right? I was at a New York Athletic Club thing. So many people came up to me and liked me. Different people that you would never, oh, that person wouldn't like Peter. They like Peter. You would not look at Peter as a personality and not like him. So the only reason people don't like him is because of his perceived political right. links. That's it. That's the way the country is now. Are we going to hang up on every one of
3: those people? No, because it, 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 no, because most people wouldn't feel the need to throw it in your face that they don't like you. That's what are you that's talking about. Those people would specifically say it. They hate
4: your guts for what they perceive to be your political leanings. That's it.
1: No, but we didn't hang out up on him because of his political leanings. No, we hung up on him because he's like, that's he why somebody Peter wouldn't out. like
4: Peter. What, they don't like him because he likes the commies?
3: Well that's back, back to my political it's, leaning. <laughs>
4: They like him because they probably think he is a commie. Yeah, that's they right. They dislike him, I mean. But by, the, but
3: by the way, it would have been just as entertaining for the sake of argument if you just decided, I'm going to be the friend of the year and rip this guy but from being I, a I wasn't guy. looking
4: to entertain. I was actually saying what I thought. I think it's the wrong thing to hang up on somebody like that.
3: For that reason. For, hold on, for the reason that it's alienating them as opposed to, so is the only, so I, this is an important philosophical question then. If someone has a disagreement with you and expresses it through, in my opinion, disrespect. Is the only way on our side then to handle it for me to say, thank you very much, I'll have no, another? No. First of all, it wasn't disrespect. No, he it was. He did it in
4: the most respectful way. Just no, like no, you. no, no. He didn't see, give
3: you the reason why he didn't like no, you. No, but this is where we keep coming back. This is where the argument keeps cir- circling around to. And this is where I believe our audience is going to firmly line up with where me and Don are, not well, where you two, are. there
4: were two callers that actually d- defended me. You took the one that hung on that, didn't, that thought I was wrong.
3: I didn't see the other people. I'm being told that. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't. Okay. But- you're saying it wasn't disrespect that he went, hey, Michael, love you. Don, love you. Anyways, you're saying that's not disrespect. The reason all, it Don could have said,
4: gone under the wire, but Don doubled but, down but, by you, saying, no, you don't like Peter? But you know why
3: Don said that? Because, because he, he doesn't heard the like dis- Peter. No, because he heard the disrespect. Yeah. He,
1: he purposely singled Peter out. But, but Hoping that I would ask
3: and so he could say, well, I don't like Peter. You know what? I think it's time we talk about something else that's more important and yeah, and, and sad. Besides Michael's poor friendship, which can come up. Let's be honest, any day of the week.
4: Um, you know what? You you are excused from the show when Larry David comes up in January. Well, if you think I'm a poor friend, you're out. That's not that's not how it works. I that's think how, it's how it your, works.
3: I don't think it's your call. Yeah, that's, am I, I I'm, 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 dismay- and by the way, he, La-, La is going to go, where, where's Peter? He's contractually obligated to be here. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I have to skip the show he's when last here? He's contractually obligated to be here? Really? Sometimes he, well, forget it. <laughs> oh, well, interesting. Um, <laughs> Right back to where we started. Now, oh, we have to get serious for a second. Yes. <clears throat> giving it a gap, a pause. Hmm. So, a man has been arrested. Now, in the manslaughter of Adam Johnson, you you guys, of course, heard this story uh, a few weeks ago on the show. The former Penguin playing in a Champions Cup game in England, hockey, that is, on October 28th, uh, was killed when a player's uh, blade of their skate uh, went to his throat. He ended up bleeding out and dying at the game. And now he has been arrested on suspicion of manslaughter. Don, we... They didn't say who it is yet.
1: That's what I'm confused about. Matt Pat Petgrave was the the one that initiated the contact. It was his blade that cut the neck. So why isn't he arrested? Why is a man arrested?
4: Well, but it says on the yes Chiron right now that Pat, Matt Petgrave was arrested and charged.
3: Okay, oh, but Peter just read it as the, the Well, story. it says it says according to the story I have. It says they, the the South Yorkshire police did not name the suspect. But everyone knows that okay. the
1: only person it could be. I'm not. I don't believe he's underage, so I don't know why that that story there would say a hey, man. When I when I read it earlier, it said a man. So I, I guess they updated it. So
4: no, no, yes might be a little ahead of itself because it doesn't say. I'm looking at the latest thing on ESPN. Well, that was at 12:44.
3: Yeah, maybe listen. Maybe yes just saw it and is assuming because it's the only thing that makes sense. But uh, they're saying but the, unnamed. But yeah, but it's weird that it's on. So I, I don't know who else would have been arrested. Don. It's not our job Ugh. to decide what happened. I watched it too many times. To me, it is unfathomable that it was an a- the contact was an accident. Obviously, I'm not suggesting that the person thought I'm going to go ahead and murder someone right now, but. It did absolutely look like an intentional action, which, Don, if that's right. true, would make manslaughter, manslaughter the proper charge. Manslaughter would
1: be the charge, and you would be arrested for that. Now, they this happened a few weeks ago, so clearly there was an investigation other than the grainy video that we saw here in the States that led them to believe there's enough evidence to arrest them. I can't imagine they'd be able to get a conviction unless they've got something that says, I want to kill him or I want to hurt him. Well, because you know, they, they otherwise you're going to have to break down the video and say was there intent to injure well, him. Well, you but but
3: I'm no lawyer. Uh, but I do play one on television. If you were the lawyer in this case, wouldn't you show the footage and then talk to experts about what pa- hockey plays look like and ask True. if this see, is that, possible. See, have you ever seen it before? Uh, yeah, I mean, when does
1: this happen? Right. Now, maybe I, I have never seen it before, but you would have to then prove that this went above and beyond the hockey play. Now, if I check you into the boards and God forbid you die, could Def- I be charged with manslaughter no. if I committed that? Regu- that's a regular That's Now, the fact act. that his leg kicked up, I need to know why it did. Now, if he can prove he lost his balance and that's why his leg went up. It, it, I would think it'd be a very difficult thing to prove, but I don't know. I, there's no way he can keep, get convicted for murder. But manslaughter no, is an accidental death based on something that you committed. Um, maybe there's enough but, there to do that. What,
4: uh, other than if there's a preconceived, um, uh, not preconceived, but if there's something between the two that we don't know about, what kind of psychopath would do that on
3: purpose? Well, that's what I think. Uh, what I'm saying is, well, first of all, I would be a real psychopath. But yeah, Michael, maybe he just meant to kick him like in the chest, like I'm going to knock him over in some way.
1: He, he wasn't hitting, he was hitting somebody else, and then it looked like he was losing his balance and his leg kicked up. It's not anything that I've seen before. It's not something that I think any hockey player would do to regain balance. No. Kind of looked like, to me, he wanted to get a piece
3: of him. So is that enough for manslaughter? I, I, probably. Probably, if they could prove that part of it. Uh, lastly, guys, shame, really, it's an awful story. Lastly, guys, Zion Williamson, early in the season, not seeming so happy in New Orleans.
2: You know, like I said last year, you know, we had a team meeting, and it was brought up some things that I could do better, especially like with buying into the program. And right now, it's tough. Right now, but like I said, right now, I'm taking a little back seat right now, and I'm I'm trusting the process. I'm, Trying my best to buy it right
4: now. Did he come off the uh, the marathon course?
3: He had just he had just finished the the New York the Marathon. That's
4: about,
1: They've lost five in a row, mm. but they still are a ten seed. They're four and six.
4: It's still early in the season, but Skip Schumacher, manager of the year in the National League.
3: All right, we're going to say goodbye to Yes and say that was the NN brought to you by Security Dodge. shop 24 7 at securitydodge.com. Go see Michelle Scalise. Grab a t shirt come get some. Turn the Black Friday come sales
4: event. Come get some. Your call probably wins the Cy Young tomorrow. We'll have all of that. And more Dan Orlovsky. Would you Wednesday? See everybody. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast.
3: Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoons starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on
0: your
2: smart speaker.
0: Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.
3: Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half.